Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Oh, yes, indeed. Let's go hour number two on a Friday. Getting ready to head into another big football weekend. Remember, high school playoffs rolling. 6.30 tonight for the Flex pregame show. And we've got Lake Travis and Vandegrift and LBJ all on the Austin Radio Network. We'll set those kick times for you coming up in the Flex segment. We got Cowboys getting ready for the Vikings. We got the Longhorns getting ready for Kansas. And to dig into those a little more... And start talking about those picks. Let's get to one of our favorite segments of the week. It's the Vaqueros Cafe and Cantina Hotline. He is Brandon Lang. Check out BrandonLang.com. Check out Believe Me, the show he does with Cordell Stewart. And Brandon, before we get started, I got to give you your love from last week because Brandon told all of you that TCU was the right side of the game. That hit. He told you Green Bay was the right side of the game with the Cowboys. That one hit. He told you Old Miss plus 12. That one hit. But Brandon, this is the one I've got to give you specific credit for. You said you would stay away from Arkansas and LSU. But if you had to, if you had to, you'd buy Arkansas up to plus three and a half. Bang. Or you'd take LSU minus two and a half. Bang. Either way, well done, sir. Well, I roll into Garcia's at the Aria last night. I'm have a little Mexican sit at the bar, watch the football game, and so I roll in. There's two hotties sitting at the bar, and I immediately recognize. <laughs> yeah. Google the names Jules Ventura and Giselle Blanco. All right. They're two porn stars that live in Vegas. So, Fair enough. Um, so they're sitting there watching the game and. Jules evidently was married to the Major League Baseball player Bill Hall, caught him cheating, and to get back on, at him, went into porn. That's that's the story. Wow. That's, that, that's the story. It's all over the internet. So I, know, I knew who she was from that, but she also bets games. So And, and they both are, I guess, all porn stars, escort or whatever, I guess that's what they do. But in watching the game with them, Evidently, they were there meeting clients and decided to have a little something to eat before they whatever, and she bet the game, and she's pissed because Aaron Rodgers is burying her, and it was just hysterical. <laughs> like, then she finds out I'm handicapped. She's like, give me games. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, like, she gave me her number, whatever, but it's just, it's just I sat back. I, so I laughed after that murdery just came home and, and chilled, but I just literally say to myself sometimes, like, literally, like, there's other Mexican places in town. I just like Garcia's. And, and, and if you've been to Vegas, getting into the Aria is really a pain in the butt. It's one of my favorite properties. It's just hard to get into. Right. But I was down in that area doing some shopping. I'm like, let me just pop over. And I was able to walk over based on where I was parked. But I was driving home, and I'm saying to myself, how does this stuff happen to me? <laughs> like, like, how? I don't plan this. I don't, I'm just a single guy now that's rolling into the Aria to have a Mexican food at the bar. Bam! I'm like, is there some hidden force that's just tempting me just to 
blow money. I, I just was like scratching my head saying, it's probably best that I live up in the Summerlin area. And the only casinos up here are Red Rock and there's the Rampart, which is, you know, you're up, you're up away from the strip. Yeah. So it's just safe that I just stay up here. Just, <laughs> yes, just do it. My, my gym is here. My daughter's here. My yeah, everything's here. Everything I need's up here. Let's just stay. I'm, I'm going to stay away. Yes, yeah. that's my. It's a good play. Story, good play. So, so, anyway, so I'm guessing the Veronica thing didn't work out. Oh no 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 no. We're having no 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 no. You brought that up. I, we 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 went to the movies the other day. Um, at lunch. So that's that's a whole different story. <laughs> oh my god. That's a whole different time. She's now on the. Let's just hang out. Like your energy's great, type deal. Now, now it's it's just we're buds. <laughs> nice. Like, it's, it's, uh, anyway, uh, it's, it's, it's fantastic. All right, so Brandon, let's dig on in here. We'll start with the Longhorns as we normally do. Longhorns at Kansas, and it's minus nine right now. After what you saw last week, where are you on Sark's group? What's the total? Uh, the total, hang on, sorry, I didn't have that one in front of me. The total is f- 63 and a half. Unbelievable, didn't even know it. I swear to God on my daughter's life, I didn't know it and threw out 64 before you said 63 and a half. On my daughter's life. <laughs> that, that, game, that game can't stand her. Because I'll be absolutely shocked if against that defense, and based on what everybody else has done, like Bears offense isn't that good. They put up 40 on Kansas. Kansas is going to score at home. I know Texas' defense has played well, but I'll be shocked if Texas and Sark don't put up 40. That means you just need you need 24 from Kansas, which I think you got. I like the over, and I'd stay away from the side. All right, fair enough. All right, B-Lang, we got TCU and Baylor. TCU minus two and a half, which is interesting. Like you said, Baylor uh, can't score, and Baylor got blown out last week to Kansas State, and we know what TCU did to the Horns. Who you like in this matchup? I'm going to go back to one of my favorite movies in reference to Baylor and what happened to them last week against Kansas State. When Dennis Hopper got in the huddle, he was all nervous and shaking because Gene Hackman got thrown out of the fence, out of the game. <laughs> Dennis Hopper sitting there, and he goes, Now, whatever we do, don't get caught watching the paint drop on the pitching fence. And I firmly believe that last week, Baylor got caught watching the paint dry on the picket fence, looking at this game right here. Think about it. Baylor goes into, I forget where they went. They went in and blew somebody out, and Kansas State gets gets blown out. And you kind of just throw it all together. And I like Baylor last week plus the points, one of the few games I lost. And they just, they just no-showed. And if they're facing a team coming off a straight-up and against the spread win, and they're in conference revenge, they're 13-1 and against the spread as a dog. And at home, 8-0 against the number in this situation. You're in the Final Four. Be careful what you wish for. Now you're a three-point road favorite with all the pressure in the world. And I I think Baylor shocks the world on Saturday. 
All right. Oh, man. There you go. Likes that outright, Baylor. Uh, and that is where the uh, the Fox folks will be, which means, Brandon, they will not be in L.A. for the Battle of Los Angeles, USC, UCLA at the Rose Bowl, USC favored by two and a half. I know the game will look good. It always does. What do you think happens? That's my second underdog nope. that I like to shock the world because UCLA last week, that got Washington paint drive <laughs> persona. And we're looking ahead. There's three games that we're going over today where people got caught watching the paint drive from a liquored up assistant coach who, uh, who filled in. And I like UCLA to bounce back. USC, Lincoln Riley, 6-14 against the numbers of road chalk in conference games over the course of his career, including 1-9 and nine against the spread if he's facing an opponent coming off a loss of six or more points. Bruins, 5-0 and oh against the spread versus single conference revenge. And they put a hurt on USC last year, 62-33. 11-5 against spread as a home dog since 1990, including 5-0 against the spread as a home dog against undefeated opponents. Uh, against defeated opponents. One, one loss opponents. Wow. UCLA. All right. Zach? All right, B-Lang, we got Utah going into Eugene, Oregon to play the Ducks. Oregon lost a brutal game last week against Washington, and Utah's coming in there with maybe Bo Nix being banged up. I don't know if he's going to play. I don't know if he's not. Who you like in this one? All reports are Bo is playing right now. All right. Okay. You have an Oregon team that in their last 24 home games are 23-1 and one outright in their last 24 home games. They're coming off a loss. They're 5-0 and against the spread at home with revenge. You look at the Utes, shouldn't have beat USC, lost on the road to UCLA, lost on the road to Florida. Washington State had them on the ropes on the road. So I get that people are like, oh, wow, Utah's playing better. They haven't played anybody. Um, I don't know if if Lanning should have went fourth and fourth and one with 120 to go, just punt it away and go win the game in overtime, that's something he'll probably have to regret for a while. Um, if you guys didn't see the game, he had fourth and one on his own 35-yard line, tied at 34, 120 to go, punt yep. it away. Yep. Just punt it away. That was, that, again, penalty turnovers, coaching stupidity, three things you can't handicap. So um, with that being said, if Bo Nix plays, I really love Oregon in the game a lot. I don't know enough about the backup, so wait to see if he's playing. If he is, Oregon winning him outright. There you go. Talking to Brandon Lang. Uh, Brandon, college-wise, what is the other? That Georgia-Kentucky game, I'm seeing a 22-and-a-half line on Georgia. Is that a game you'd go near? You're giving me Kentucky plus 22, and I believe the game is in Kentucky. Correct. Yep. So they lose to Vandy outright last week once again.
and win the game outright, or B, let's throw four times, four times incomplete and lose. What did Lane Kiffin do? B, go to the family feud. Bad answer. Uh, guys, I swear to God. So now you're telling me Old Miss is going to get up, no SEC championship, no nothing. They got nothing. What's Lane going to say on the plane? God, we're playing that Blue Bonnet Bowl or that Firestone Bowl now. We're playing the Firestone Bowl. Y'all get your tires for all your rides. So let's just get all fired up. Let's get liquored up, and let's go into Arkansas and play like our life depends on it and get that Blue Bonnet Bowl or that Firestone Bowl, guys. That's why you came to Ole Miss. You came to Ole Miss playing Firestone Bowl and the Blue Bonnet Bowl. Okay, get fired up now. Let's go now. Let's go now. Remember John Voight and Varsity Blues? Let's go now. Let's, let's go now. <laughs> that, that offensive guard who couldn't move, he wanted to believe he, 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 he scores a touchdown in the game. Oh, oh have mercy. So I'm going to go with Jefferson plays. I am all over Arkansas, like all over Arkansas. Jefferson plays and Bo Nix plays. Although, y'all, you got to worry about the hot dog vendor in the third level. I'll take Oregon plus points. There it is. Brandon, we miss anything in college before we move on to the NFL? No, we did not. I got you. Uh, I got one for you, Brandon. Oh, one more. Go ahead. We won't be able to talk to you next week. Right now, that big-time rivalry, Michigan and Ohio State. It's Ohio State minus seven and a half. Since we won't talk to you next week, who are you liking that one? I knew that's what the line was going to be. I called seven. And uh, I'll take Michigan plus the points. <laughs> I just, they just, all year long, all year long, and I just, that Northwestern game, granted there's a little bad weather, but you're talking about a Northwestern team that lost to Miami of Ohio 17-14. If you're Ohio State and you're at that elite level, bad weather or not, you've got to beat Northwestern 49-7. So it was a one-score game in the fourth quarter. Ohio State really hadn't played anybody all year, boys. So give me Michigan plus a seven and a half. All right, let's go NFL, Brandon. Let's start with the Cowboys. Cowboys and Vikings. Cowboys minus one and a half. You've had a pretty good handle on these Cowboys throughout the year. What do you think? This makes no sense to me whatsoever. Like, no sense to me. This game right here. Like, how in the world could Minnesota be 8-1 and be a dog at home. Like, they're begging you to take Minnesota. Yeah. Begging you. Dallas, 3-19 and 19 against the spread of the conference favors versus opponents with a win percentage of greater than 600. 3-11 and 11 straight up, and 0-13-1 against the spread of the favorite of fewer than four points. Every number in the world, every stat in the world, every single thing in the world tells you to take Minnesota. I can't lose. I can't lose, Mister. You like that? You like that? I can't. I can't do it. I, I just can't. I, I still can't believe Minnesota's eight one. I, I just can't. I just for whatever reason I can't. I believe Kirk Cousins makes mistakes when he's pressured, and I think he's going to be pressured. And coming off that emotional win in Buffalo to come back home, and Dallas seems to play best when everybody just hammers them all week long for what had happened in Green Bay. Yeah. 195-0, and zero, leading by two touchdowns in the fourth quarter. How about that? How about having a money line play on Dallas? Or <laughs> Dallas and a teaser just to win. Yeah. Imagine having a four-team parlay Dallas money line for 15000 off a $400 bet. Man, you're thinking Rhino, Crazy Horse 3, take the deep <laughs> Star Trek. Then they flash the stat 195, and oh, you're like, boys, we're taking it deep, baby, we're taking it deep. <laughs> 35 minutes 
later, you're staring at the TV, your boys are walking away, you're like going, wow, time's the buffet open up. I'm just going to eat myself into a food coma. Uh-huh. I literally think Dallas goes in here and, and wins. Every, everything says Minnesota. Everything. Everything. Hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm looking for Dak to bounce back and for the Dallas defense to bounce back and and pull off the upset. Ooh, I hope you're right. Ooh, it's going to be a big-time yep. game. All right, a big-time game. Also in the AFC East, the New York Jets are going to Foxborough to take on the Patriots. And if you've seen what we've seen in Buffalo, it should be cold up there. It's minus three-and-a-half for the Patriots. Who are you liking this one, B-Lay? Years ago when I was in my 20s, there was an Asian dancer at the Crazy Horse 2 that just owned me. She owned me. She absolutely owned me. If I walked in the door, it was like, here's my wallet. Just take as much as you want. Yeah, I admit it. I, I, I admit it. I was a dummy. Let me raise my hand in my office. I was a dummy. But she just owned me. She absolutely owned me. I literally wanted to marry her. She wouldn't do it. I, but that was the one pull B-Lang could not pull on the face of the planet Earth. Her name was Jenny. Not, not Jenny like Forrest Gump, Jenny. Although, I think Jenny did work in a strip on Forrest Gump. That's a whole other story. The whole point of this story is Bill Belichick owns the Jets. Just does. And he sure as hell owns Wilson, the quarterback. 13 straight times. 13 straight times the Jets have lost to the Patriots. And now they got to go into New England with this quarterback who's a deer in the headlights when it comes to Belichick by the half point, late two and a half, New England. There you go. Uh, all right, Brandon, let's see. What's another good – give me another one in the NFL because no, no, nothing else is jumping out to me right now. What am I missing? Two, two more games for you. One, in their last 26 divisional games that they have won, the Cincinnati Bengals are 25-1 and one against the spread. Whoa. Let me say it again. In the last 26 divisional games that the Bengals have won, They've covered 25 of the 26. So if you think Cincinnati's going to beat Pittsburgh, then you lay the number and take Cincinnati. Because chances are they're going to cover the number. And last but not least, I don't know why people like Chicago or Atlanta. Like everybody I talk to, like Chicago. You're Chicago's defense. The last three weeks, you gave up 49 to Dallas, 35 to Miami, 31 to Detroit. What makes you think you're just all of a sudden going to go down to Atlanta, who's well-rested, coming off an embarrassing performance on Thursday night against the Panthers, and win? And the line's minus three. Buy Atlanta down to two and a half. They should score 30. Hmm. All right. Likes Atlanta there. B-Lang, I know you like your college basketball. Any sleepers that you got with the basketball just starting out? San Diego University. Keep an eye on them. USD, baby. You just asked me. Steve Lavin is their coach. He went to the transfer portal. He's mm. got thoroughbreds. They took on Utah State last night, plus eight and a half at home. Had them. Small money line play. Had the game one outright. Lost by two in OT. He's got a little squad there. We're going to talk about Gonzaga in the West Coast Conference. Keep an eye on San Diego. The Toros. Not the not, don't get a little Toro roll at your favorite sushi place because they take the tuna that has been around for a while, and that's what they put in the rolls. Little sushi secret. Don't ever get tuna in a tuna roll at a sushi place because that's not the fresh tuna. Just try 
trying to help you out there. Just trying to help look you it out. out. That's good. Out. Yeah, no, that's that, that's helpful. And Toros, and and you're good to go. Very nice. That's Brandon Lang. BrandonLang.com. Check out Believe Me, the show he's doing with Cordell Stewart as well. Brandon, we always appreciate it, man. Have a great Thanksgiving. Tell Veronica and all the other girls we said happy Thanksgiving, <laughs> and we'll talk to you in a couple weeks. I'm going to get Veronica over here before the season's over to say hello in her Russian accent on air. Oh, <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be a gift. It'd be a gift. We'd appreciate it. We would appreciate it. Before, before the season's over, i got to I gotta figure out a way to make that happen. Beautiful. I can't promise, can't promise you anything, but we'll see that. Thank you, brother. Happy Thanksgiving, boys. Brandon Lang, ladies and gentlemen, it is always an adventure. Uh, Coming up, it is your Flex 30 segment, area round of the playoffs ready to go, plus a player shout-out I got on Twitter from way away from where we are right now. The power of the app and the internet and Flex coming up on the horn. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yes, indeed. This is my kind of grunge. When I think grunge, this is what I think of. All due respect to those two other big dogs, this is what I think of. Soundgarden, Rusty Cage, let's go. Ah, Come on. Little bad motor finger for the people. Oh, you talk about a rest in peace. We've been doing rest in peace all day today. Tom Petty got mentioned earlier. I can't believe we don't have Chris Cornell around anymore. I love him so much. He's one of the, my favorite rock voices of all time. Rest in peace to the great Chris Cornell. Go get you some Soundgarden today. Is love this their most popular song? It's right there. Yeah. It's, it's either this or it's Outshined. Spoon Man was pretty big for them. There's some. Other, I mean, they they had some some big hits. I'd put this one right there. This is my favorite Soundgarden song easily. And the Johnny Cash cover is still one of the craziest covers I've ever heard. What year is this? Uh, I'm going to guess this is... Bad Motor Finger is... 92 or 3? Okay. Maybe it pushes into 94 or something like that. Let me check that for you. Let me check a little Soundgarden. I like that song. Oh, dude, it's got such a good, it's got such a good pace to it. Yeah, I'm hit, and, hit or miss with metal, but that Soundgarden song, that's fire. It's good, right? Yeah, that's uh, good stuff. Oh, my bad, my bad. It was the year of grunge, 91, late 91. Year of grunge. I was trying to put it into 92. They were late 91 is when that hit. Rusty Cage is the very first track on that album. Then Outshined, 
They have a song called Slaves and Bulldozers. I forgot about that one. My God, Jesus Christ poses on that album. That is a seriously good record right there. All right, Soundgarden, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, Culture Club, all on the show today. That is an interesting mix, kids. Uh, we got a lot to get to. Jeff Ketchum's coming up at 2.05 from orangebloods.com. Does he think Texas is beating Kansas? Is he picking Kansas to win? Ketch is always one of those guys that has a good, realistic approach. Some would tell you maybe he can bring out that cynical approach sometimes, or he leans more towards the negative. Sometimes he gets accused of that. But Nah, Jeff just keeps it real. He's a realist. And that's what Brian Jones will get accused of, too. Uh, Brian, sometimes fans will get on Brian about, I can't believe you're picking against Texas. He's telling you what he thinks is going to happen happen in the game but I do sense that a lot of people are liking this Texas matchup just when you look at that Kansas defense for whatever Kansas is and isn't I think we can all agree that that TCU defense is a lot better than yeah. Kansas yeah so uh, forget about what the what the numbers tell you your eyes tell you if you've watched them TCU's better than Kansas they should be able they Texas should be able to go and have uh you know at least have advantages um I don't know score 18 points or more yeah yeah sorry, sorry score 11 <laughs> points or more on their side score 18 any, or- anything way more than three actually because yeah. three is ridiculous the second half woes now in the first half woes hate to see it but Kansas they give up 33 points a game 175 yards on the ground, 296 yards passing. So they're very vulnerable, and you should be able to move the ball up the field, but they do average two turnovers a game, so look out for that. We talked about Mm -hmm. Kobe Bryant earlier making big plays. Kenny Logan, he's another safety. He'll go in, he'll make big plays too, so they'll be out there lurking, but if you stay disciplined and hopefully this offensive line has a bounce-back game, hopefully Kelvin Banks and that hand injury isn't a factor, they'll be able to move the ball, get the Jayhawks, and get out of Lawrence with a dub. Hopefully they will be able to pull that off Remember, 2.30 kick tomorrow for Texas and Kansas. 10.30 is the pregame time. Longhorn game day brought to you by Bud Light. Aaron, Rod, Harge, they are going to be at Lavaca Street Bar right there on Lavaca, the original. 405 Lavaca. Come on out there and see us for the watch party. All right, uh, let's get to the flex segment, area round of the playoffs, and a player shout-out from almost north of the border. Here we go. Flex ATX for the best high school sports coverage. Listen to the horn and go to flxatx.com. Flex 30 is brought to you by Brain Vault. Brain Vault is a revolutionary and patented mouth guard that has been proven to help reduce the risk of concussion. Visit brainvault.com and join the movement. All right, Zay, we got pronunciation help yesterday. I said Ganado. They said I was being too fancy with it. I was churching it up is what they said. What, <laughs> what was it you called him yesterday? I just said, duh, Nado. There you go. No, Nado. Right, Nado oh, in the, the NATO? middle. Yes. Oh, the Nado. Yes, there you go. So whatever you want to call him. Um, like we in the Nado tonight. They whipped Thorndale last night, 66-12. Ooh, that one's the one uh, that one over there in Bastrop. Uh, Geronimo Navarro won 28-14. Congrats to those uh, those uh, young men. Flatonia got the win, 56-21, over Three Rivers last night. And tonight, your area round continues. We've got all of our teams alive and ready to roll. It's uh, 6.30 for the Flex pregame. They'll get you set for all the area action. Lake Travis and Cibolo Steel, revenge time. Steel beat them in the regular season. 
but it was right in the middle of Lake Travis having those quarterback issues. In fact, I think this is the game where Leon either couldn't play or was limited, and they had to go to a third-string quarterback, and that got a little confusing, but they almost won the game. They only lost by a touchdown to steal the first time. So that's at the field in Pflugerville, 7.30 kick. See you there. You're heading out? Oh, yeah, I'll be there. Yeah. I'll be there after there what go. Leon showed me last week against the Round Rock Dragons. He was out there mixing like Mike Vick, Virginia Tech days, and he looked good. So I know they're trying to get their revenge on Steele, who has not lost a game. We know the type of players that Steele produces. Caden Stearns, Malcolm Brown, both of those guys from, went from Texas to the NFL. So they got mm. players like that, and it's going to be a tough one for the Cavaliers tonight. How about that? You know he's serious if Zay just made a Mike Vick reference without a dog joke. That's impressive. <laughs> uh, Vandegrift and Judson will be playing over at Kelly Reeves. You don't have to go far, Viper fans, to see your crew in the second round. 7.30 kick there, Vandegrift and Judson. And LBJ, they do have to go a little further. They're going to Katy. you got to go to Road Stadium in Katy. 7.30 kick, LBJ. And PNG, Port Natchez Groves, tonight. So, best of luck to all the area teams. Obviously, that Westlake New Braunfels game is tonight as well at Rattler Stadium in San Marcos. Keep it right here on the horn and the Austin Radio Network. Snoop and the crew will have you covered all night long. All right, Zay. So, we've talked about in the Flex segment that. You know, one of the the ideas of Flex is that they're they're trying to cover high school sports like nobody else. They're trying to keep you know cover all different sports. And I think one of the ideas is maybe you know that this Flex idea kind of spreads out, and maybe we we're talking to people around the area, but also maybe around the state. I got a tweet again, coaches, parents, all kinds of people jumping in the old DMs, including Coach Harley. From way up in Sunray, Texas. Go Google Sunray, Texas. He's way up there in North Texas, almost across the big bad border, uh, but not quite across the Red River. It is still in the state of Texas. And Coach Harley wants us to know about their quarterback. He is a sophomore named Armando Luan. He wears number 15. Say he is currently... The number four passer in the country, regardless of class or division. Okay, Armando. According to Coach Harley, this sophomore in 11 games has 4,858 total yards, 64 total touchdowns. That's 48 through the air. That's 16 on the ground. He's got 4,081 passing yards. Yeah, I don't care what division you're on. That's pretty incredible. Come on now. So shout out to Armando. And he's a sophomore. He has years left. Right. Yeah, that's impressive. Still got some left. Now, this is a 2A program up there in Sunray, which, you know, I'm an old man. I'll tell you that really means they're a 1A. You oh, know they, here we go. You know they changed those a couple years oh, ago, right? Oh, my gosh. Sorry, 2A program. 2A program uh, at Sunray. But hey, I'll- get out your BlackBerry phone while you're at it, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get a chief chief tablet and write that down. All right, but the other thing I will mention, let's give Coach Harley a little love for his Twitter profile. He is at Caleb underscore Harley if you want to give him a follow. He's at 853, so get him up to 1,000 follows if you want. Here's what it says on his profile. Sooner, try to forgive him for that, sooner Uh. offensive coordinator and head basketball coach at Sunray High School Air Raid certified, just trying to hang a half a hundred on everyone. (laughs) Well done. 
Well done, Coach Harley. Yo, on the court and on the field. Dude, so, that's awesome. I'm with that. That is awesome. That. Trying to hang half a hundy. Uh, of course, in basketball, you probably want to go a little past the half a hundy, right? I f- hey, I don't know. It's Texas, man. There's no shot clock these games. Oh, you're saying they maybe half a Hanging half a hundy, you can be in good place with no shot clock, 32 minutes only, Texas basketball. Ridiculous rule, but yeah, half a honey, you could be in a good spot. You and I talked about it though. It would be almost impossible to figure out a shot clock all around the state of Texas, any state really, in high school basketball because it would it would it would cost you too much ultimately because you're gonna have to have somebody run that shot clock. Yeah, right. Know, yeah, they have it in certain states. I know they have it in California, but I, I don't know the rules on it. And yeah, you're exactly right. There's so many schools in the state of Texas to have a shot clock and bring in another person. Pflugerville High, they've always had a shot clock in their gym. Really? And I always wondered, like, hey, Coach Murphy, the old basketball coach, like, what's this for? It was kind of like Coach Murphy was waiting for the day they changed it. And he was what, like, they never Yo, turned it ready. on, though? No, it was never on. <laughs> the the real clock was on. They had a real clock connected to it, okay. which that was the actual clock, Just but not a blank. It black was a clock shot clock for waiting. sure, and it was against the wall. I don't know if it's still there. If you know Flugerville High School, let me know. So, oh. uh, yeah, it was a, it you're, was cool, but you're saying it was a shot clock for sure. It wasn't like it wasn't like some volleyball scoring clock or something. Maybe, but it, lo- it, it looks like, a shot, like clock. a shot clock. Yes, that is so great. Why is the shot clock there? You'll find out. You'll yeah, find out. We're, yeah. we're just waiting on him. Yeah, OG Murphy, who was at Pflugerville, his son coaches at Round Rock High now, so shout out to Lil Murph. Very nice. Very nice. All right, so there you go. We tell you to let us know about those stories, about those players, and yes, we are in the uh, greater Austin area, but if you are outside of the area, we know you listen on the app. We thank you for that, so shout out to Coach Harley and the crew up there in Sun Ray, Texas. I'll assume they're still in the playoffs. I'm not. With those numbers like that, I would assume they're still in the playoffs. Have to check the, uh, have to check the full bracket on that one so send us your uh, your your thoughts your players remember the all flex watch list is going down to the top three on november 28th let us know if there's somebody like who do you think go check out our all flex watch list who do you think should be the top three at every position maybe we miss somebody maybe you think there's someone we're not paying attention to send us that remember i'm at c hastings 1049 on twitter zay at ain't that underscore zay uh where he is on twitter the station is at the horn atx and of course at FLX ATX, if you just want to let the Flex crew know about that particular athlete. It could be any sport around the great state of Texas that you think they need to know about. Also, uh, a quick congratulations and best of luck to those two volleyball teams in the area going after state titles. They play, go, Drip. They play tonight, Dripping Springs in 6A and Liberty Hill in 5A. So congrats to all those players getting to that level. Let's see if they can finish it off. Final four of volleyball is cranking up tonight for those two teams. So you know Flex will be following that as well. Coming up next, it's Isaiah and where we at in society. He going to let us know. And then Jeff Ketchum of OrangeBloods.com will let us know if he's picking Texas to win the game and what he thinks of the what he thought of the Longhorns' performance against TCU. Stay with us. It's the Horn. What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me no more. All right, 
Obviously, I see Will Ferrell and Chris Kattan, and the heads are bobbing back and forth on uh, Saturday Night Live with the, what they call that, the Night at the Roxbury? Yeah. Horrible movie. Bit or but whatever. But kind of funny at the same time. Oh, I'm sure it's terrible. Um, oh, you haven't seen it? No, 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 no. I have not sat, I have not sat through that one. The one thing is, though, I don't know if I ever knew who sang this song. Is this a big-time act that everybody knows, or is it probably like a one-hit wonder, rare name? One-hit one wonder, yeah. Yeah. See, that's what I would have thought. Yeah, I don't know it. Who is it? Hadaway? Oh, see, I didn't know that. Hadaway. Like, H-A-D-D-A-W-A-Y. Alright. Hadaway. Yeah, that, that one may not stick in my head ever. Uh, Hadaway, Soundgarden, they always stick in my head. Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. <laughs> And Culture Club. It is a catchy tune, though. (laughs) I feel like Snoop Daniel would mess with this. Like, this is right up his alley. This is just one of those songs, too. When you're out, if somebody dares to play it and you're hammered (laughs) or affected in some way, you're going to sing that song. You're you're going to try to hit that note that you just tried to hit. You're going to fail, but you're going to try. Every single time. We hope you are having a good Friday, and hopefully your night will not contain that song. Hopefully it'll be a little higher quality than that. Maybe you're headed out to a high school football game. Maybe you're planning to come check out the watch party tomorrow at Lavaca Street Bar. That cranks up at 10.30 in the morning. 2.30, remember, on the kick time for Texas and Kansas. If you missed that weather report, cold but sunny and no precipitation. So that part's good. We're talking high 20s by the end of the game. It'll start at like 34 or something like that and sunny at the beginning. Wind's going to blow, though, 15 to 20 miles an hour. We'll see what that does to Sark's plan, Quinn Ewer's throwing, and uh, all that kind of stuff. Jeff Ketchum coming up from Orange Bloods at 2 with more on that game. And again, high school football for you tonight with 6.30 on that flex pregame. All kinds of action around the area. Best of luck to all of our area teams. Let's go where are we at in society and see what Zay's got for us today. Here we go. Where are we at in society today? All right, Zay, once again, I see something from you on my DMs. <laughs> Is this where I click? Yeah, 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 get into uh, it. That laugh felt like, like an Aggie-hating laugh there. No, 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 okay. no, no. This is nice, clean, ah, wholesome fun. Okay, go ahead with your wholesome fun. All right, so a new movie is going to drop out next year on February 3rd. It is called... 84 Brady, and it is starring elderly actresses Lily Tomlin, Jane Fonda, who might be the guilt of the year always, <laughs> Rita Moreno, Sally Field, and Tom Brady. So it's about four older women who are big-time New England Patriots fans, like ridiculously big-time fans, and yep. Rob Gronkowski's in this movie, and they're watching the game I guess and somehow they feel like they need to go to the Super Bowl where the Patriots played the Falcons I don't remember which one that was 51 51. yeah yeah so they need to go to Super Bowl 51 they fly the Super Bowl 51 to see Tom Brady because they're huge Patriots and Brady fans and yeah that's the whole movie so you're following around those four women legendary women legendary actresses also. Uh yeah um I am if you're asking if I'm interested yes all right. I will probably go see this movie. May go do it in the theater. Might go see this movie. Like, I, I could go see this movie with my parents, no problem. Yeah. Because they love all four of those women, and I do too. Now, I mean, what, what's Rita Moreno famous for? I don't remember her as Rita much. Moreno is famous for some big musical. Is, is Rita West Side Story? 
story. Y'all need to help me with Rita Moreno. I knew Rita from, she was on some kid shows that I liked, whether it was, I can't remember if it was Electric Company or Guest on Sesame Street or uh, Mr. Rogers. It wouldn't have been Mr. Rogers. She did a fairly regular something or other on a kid show. That's where I locked into Rita Moreno. Sally Field, love her, uh, and I love Lily Tomlin and Jane Fonda. So Yeah, they're all terrific. Yeah. And Jane Fonda. It is, and, somebody say, it's West Side Story. She's okay. famous for West Side Story. Okay, yeah, yeah. And Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin, they've been working together for a while for that Netflix series, Grace and Frankie. Oh, yeah, and I've, yeah. Never, I've never watched it, but I've heard it's... Oh, they're like eight seasons deep in that. Yeah, I've yeah. heard it's great. Those it, two, yeah, it's pretty cute, witty comedy. Those two are good. Uh, I would also recommend to people, if you've never seen the movie called uh, This Is Where I Leave You with Jason Bateman, where Jane Fonda plays his mom, and Adam Driver's in it, and Tina Fey's in it, and they all go to... Oh, yeah, that's hilarious. They all, they all go to yeah. like uh, mourn the loss of their father. Oh, my God, it's a good movie. Love that one. And Jane Fonda's fantastic in that movie. Isn't Jason Bateman in that, too? Yeah, Bateman's the main yeah, dude. Bateman, yeah. Bateman's like kind of the, the one that tries to hold that one together. Uh, it says, this that movie's what happened to Brady's marriage. Fonda. Now, <laughs> oh, come on now. <laughs> that I'm was sure, corny. I am sure. That was corny. It wasn't Jane Fonda. On another note, yo, Jane Fonda, like I said, guilt for the year. Like if my wife, she looks gave, great. Right she looks now. incredible. If my yeah. wife gave me a hall pass alley oop for Jane Fonda, I would dunk it like Dylan Mitchell was doing <laughs> against Gonzaga. <laughs> like, come on now, those workout days that she had in the eighties, you know she still got it. Some, she's definitely still got it. Somebody says Rita Moreno. I was right. Is Electric Company? Hey, you guys, that's where I saw her. See, you're definitely too young to remember the, the Electric Company, dude. It was a great show. It was like this alt. Kids show, Sesame Street's rolling, Mr. Rogers is rolling, but the electric company was just this this kind of wonderful little side project. Rita Moreno, I think that's the first place I ever saw uh um Morgan Freeman, I think, was a part of it for a little while. Some okay. of the, some like young actors that we would that would go on to other things, but it was an educational show, but they had a little <laughs> they were having some fun, they were playing music and all that. Yeah. Somebody says Rita Moreno won an Oscar. Emmy and a Tony. There you go. The Triple Crown. Yeah, I'll check that movie out. Coming coming out February. Sally Field, Miss Doubtfire. I mean, she had Robert Williams going in drag to get her back. Absolutely. And that family. Yeah, 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 the kids. I want them, but I want you, Lily. I'm Sally Field. I'm sorry. I want you. I'm going to dress like a woman Uh just to get close to you. And I guess the kids do. I fell in love with Sally Field during Smokey and the Bandit. As frog, like that was that's a, that about as cute as you get at Sally Field in those jeans with that face. <laughs> Sally Field was incredible, and then yeah, all those performances later on. One of my wife's favorites, and I love it too. My, we got turned my kid onto it as well. Steel Magnolias, she's incredible in that. Sally Field runs a scene in Steel Magnolias where she's on screen with some of the most famous actors you could imagine to have in the scene, and she dominates all of them. In that, it's a I get that graveyard scene in Steel Magnolia. She's incredible. Sally Field is uh, is awesome. In fact, Sally Field's been in some superhero movie lately. What was it? What was Sally Field in? I can't even remember. Anyway, she's some, she was somebody's grandmother in a was she su- Aunt May? Superhero. One of the Spider Mans. Maybe that was it. Maybe that's what I watch. Yes, she is Aunt May. Aunt May. In the Garfield Spider Man. Garfield Spider Man. Andrew Andrew Garfield. Oh, okay. 
As like, you're talking about the cat, I'm like, no, 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 they no, brought no. the cat in with Spider-Man? Because in the Tom Holland world, they made it Marissa Tomei. Wonderful choice for Aunt May, by the way. That was awesome. And then in the Tobey Maguire, you had that older lady. I don't know her name, but the gray-haired lady. Yeah, it's yeah. For but Sally Field is the one for Andrew Garfield. Okay. That's big-time Aunt May right there. <laughs> Who are we going to get as Aunt May? I don't know. I don't know. Sally Field? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Call her up, see what she's doing. Okay, let's see. And I think, and you know who I think Uncle Ben is in those? I think it's uh, Sheen. I think it's Martin Sheen. Wow, did they kill off Martin Sheen? Well, you got to. I mean, Spider-Man. Yeah, Spider-Man. Spoiler alert. Uncle Ben Yeah, Uncle Ben dies. Uncle Ben does not make the end of a (laughs) Spider-Man movie. If y'all don't know that, I'm sorry to tell you, but don't get get locked on to Uncle Ben in any uh, Spider-Man, you know, adaptation you see. Yo, Marvel... I, they've already gone overboard with all the movies and the sequels and spinoffs and stuff. Uh-huh. But if they make a movie on Uncle Ben during his teenage years, oh, like somebody's probably brought up <laughs> in the meeting oh. because they're just thinking of ideas, I will lose it. You go, you'll you lose it and never go see it or you'll lose it because you want to see it? In te- I'll just <laughs> lose it in general because- because <laughs> they make so many damn movies, I wouldn't put it past them. Hey, let's. What was Uncle Ben like in his twenties? When he was living, yeah. <laughs> what was Uncle Ben like? <laughs> when he was alive. What was Uncle Ben like before that miscreant Peter Parker yeah. helped take him out? Just shows Uncle Ben killing spiders all the time. He was like an exterminator. <laughs> oh my god that's fantastic all right there you go where we at in society 80 for brady coming out february 3rd with all those uh all those actors and i'd have to check all those gilfs i'd have to check and see if any of them have actually reached 80 they they at least a couple of them may already be there all right two o'clock hour coming up jeff ketchum of orangebloods.com up next at 2.30, we'll tell you why November 18th matters to us, including the birthday of an animated legend. This is The Horn.